Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I'm thankful for you joining in, listening here, uh, taking your spiritual growth seriously as we are journeying through the New Testament. Uh, we're here in the uh, the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostle, the birth of the church. Uh, and today we're in Acts chapter 11. If you haven't done so, you can find our reading plan in the show notes below or whatever podcasting platform of your choosing. Scroll down and you'll find it there. Uh, you can open it up, screenshot it, print it off, whatever you need to do to engage in God's Word. We want to get in God's Word so that God God's Word gets into us, and God's Word comes out of us. Uh, so Trish, before we hop into Acts chapter 11, uh, one of the things I think that is just always beneficial, that's cool, um, is for people to hear other people's stories when it comes to like their story of how they came into a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, so do you mind, can you share us a little bit about how did you come into a personal relationship with Jesus? Sure, and I give so much credit to my dear mama, who's 93 and a half, lives in assisted living, but she um, she took us to church all by herself. My dad did not go. He traveled a lot, but he didn't really go except maybe on Easter. So my mom took her three little chicks, my brother, sister, and I to church every Sunday, every time the doors were open. And um, one of those experiences that I had with going to church was church camp up at Eagle Irie. We always went to Eagle Irie um, at Grand Court Baptist Church where I was raised. And it was the Sunday morning... After one of those week-long camps, we were all sitting, the youth group were all sitting together, and they did, the pastor did the invitation, and this is so supernatural. I still, it's just like one of these uh, science fiction movies, really. I literally got up out of my seat without knowing I was getting up out of my seat. It was like I had no control of my body. I just got up, and I'm thinking, like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit walked me to the front up to my dear pastor um, to take his hand. And I had not planned to do this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, literally the Holy Spirit walked me up to um, Pastor Hamner. And I must have had a mountaintop experience at camp. Um, and I was 13 at the time. So, uh, yeah. Do you mean the relationship was, with Jesus Yes, 13? yes. And we don't talk about that that much sometimes. We'll, we'll be doing life group. And I'm like, we need to talk about our um, conversion mm-hmm. experiences, you know, mm-hmm. when we when we uh, came to know Christ for the first time. Yeah, even as we looked at uh, Paul's conversion uh, in Acts chapter seven earlier this week, uh, <laughs> and uh, or Acts chapter nine, excuse me. And yeah, I think it's something that we don't we can get accustomed to just taking for granted people's stories. Um, and I think they're they're so powerful to hear and to um, hear see where God has been victorious in people's lives and things. So as we hop in here in Acts chapter 11, uh, what was the verse that stood up to you as you read it that the Spirit just revealed and uh, you highlighted and wrote that verse down? Okay, Acts chapter 11, and my Bible says Peter explains his actions. Mm -hmm. So in verse 26 in chapter 11, and I love this because, you know, Acts is kind of the early church, the beginning of the early church, mm-hmm. um, and so much more. But it says in verse 26, when he found him, this is, I'll go back to 25 to give some context. 
Then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul or Paul. Mm -hmm. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. And it was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. Mm. I think that's that's huge right there. It's a really cool pe- yeah, past, really that. cool text here. So as you look at it, read it, highlight it, what, uh, how can we explain what's kind of going on here in this text? Well, I see the Great Commission. I know um, Ethan, about two or three weeks ago, when he was teaching at North Campus, he asked um, how many people knew what the Great Commission was. And because I was in GAs and all those things at my church, um, and we sang a song, um, we sang the hymns, I've Got a Story to Tell the Nations. I don't know if you remember that one or not. Never my dog. Old hymn, we sang it all the time. Um, you know, we didn't, I wonder if we can know put, about see if we can find that song then. and put it in the share notes. Got a story to tell to the nations. Anyway, it was about the Great Commission and, you know, go and tell. To share the good news of salvation, forgiveness, and grace. Um, and they're doing this in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. And they're staying as long as they need to or as short a time as they need to, and they pass a baton. Mm-hmm. Which it's just so cool. It is super cool. Uh, so, how do you begin to apply text? Uh, what are some things that the Holy Spirit you think? Hey, here's just a, a principle or a thought or a, a way in which a follower of Christ is to live from from this text. Well, um, as we've been talking, we today also have that mission to go and tell, and share, and be a light. If we wear the name Christians, mm. you know, we are to be. Christ-like, and I want to honor that in my life um, so that I don't uh, send somebody down the wrong path because of how they see me living my life, and they get the wrong idea of what it's about to be a Christian. But I also want to be real mm-hmm. and tell them I still sin. I just um, pray that God convicts me of my sin so I can uh, work on fixing it and mm-hmm. changing it and, you know, um, yeah, so we need we need to to do the same thing that they did hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. back yes, in ma'am. what we call Bible days. <laughs> yes, well, you know it's interesting because we can um, in the New Testament we think of like relationships of discipleship outside of dis- Jesus to the twelve disciples. Uh, we usually would go with to Paul, but it's usually Paul's relationship with Timothy that Timothy was Paul's protege and trained him up. But to Paul, his discipler was Barnabas. And Barnabas spent here in Tarsus, uh, or in Antioch, uh, a year with him. But total, I might be off a little bit here, but total, I think Barnabas spent uh, about four to seven years with Saul, developing and seeing him, which is interesting because <clears throat> even before that, and this is where when you read through the book of Acts, we'll see all these people come into relationship with Jesus, specifically the Jews. You know, All of them had a very foundational level of knowledge of who God is. Um, and many of them had been trained and developed. And so to, you had a great starting point where today it's like you know, not even everyone has Judeo-Christian values. Um, and it's almost like a, you live your life and I'll live mine and truth is truth to you and truth is truth to me, but our truth might not be the same. So anyway, just looking at that is like uh, you know, Barnabas spent a lot of time with Saul to see him trained and developed and to be brought up. Um, and then in this, and I, I think I might be off on this too, or in verse 26 when it says they were the first to be called Christians, uh, that's the first and only time I think that in the New Testament followers of Christ are called Christians. Mm. And I think it was a slanderous term. 
that was used. I think it was, uh, and I might be off there, but I think it, was, it wasn't was a nice word to be call, called a Christian. Mm-hmm. Most of them they're called followers of the way or followers of, mm-hmm. of Jesus. Uh, but this Christian, I think in the original Greek, uh, means like little Christs who aren't any good kind of, but um, pretty interesting there. So how do you how do you begin to take, what did the Holy Spirit reveal to, to Trish of how to respond to this text? Um, just once again, to turn up my radar. Um, People need Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, some don't know him, and you are the the only Bible someone's going to read, as they, the saying goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, listen for opportunities to share. Mm-hmm. You know, in, when we we were talking bef- before, entered in between one of these episodes of recording um, about how there's like. Sometimes in Scripture, you'll go through a season where you'll see, like, the same theme, and you'll see repetitiveness, and, like, you, you said, like, almost in sheepishly, like, yeah, once again, you know, on our radar, but it's like, no, man, like, that's what the, if that's what the Holy Spirit's revealing to you, then it's like, man, be obedient to that. Like, there might be someone, like, you're the cashier at Food Line, there might be someone who crossed paths that, like, before seeing it day in and day out of reading God's Word, that you would have been numb to it, but now you're sensitive to like, oh man, you're like, I, I read this this morning and maybe it's for this person, yeah. um, which is, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anything else you saw in this text I want to share from, uh, from before we close out here in week seven of uh, GC Every Day podcast? I feel like pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Cool. We'll look forward to uh, journeying, continue through the books of Acts, book of Acts next week. And uh, as we hop into uh, also the book of James. Yeah.